This year, make Christmas more magical and memorable by being a Cadbury Secret Santa and give chocolate secretly to someone you love. What you hear is not a truth. The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. Chock full of the good stuff. Good morning, Grant Denyer. Hey, Angus O'Loughlin. Hi, Evie Jones. Hi, Grant Denya. Hi, Angus O'Loughlin. Hi, Evie Jones. <laughs> We're away for the uh, R&B Fridays and last oh. week of the first week of two for your Summer Bricky Show. How oh. good is a Friday, guys? It's a, We've it's made it through our first week together and what a bloody week it's been. It has been. A, it's it? gone very fast, hasn't it? We've touched some stuff. We've touched. We've touched a lot of bits. We've danced, we've sung, we've shared, we've cried, we've laughed. We've flatulented. We, yeah, nothing there's... HR needs to know in the way of touching, though. Just like, no, no, no. no just no. topics. As, as in... Sometimes when we touch. Yeah, we just like to wrap our arms around one another like we're going to do to your ear holes today. Okay. Australia, because it is Friday <laughs> and we're going to do this together. We're going to finish we're this week it. on with the bang. We're going to give away hopefully $10,000 at seven oh. and eight or eight with it, Alpha Bucks. Are you yes. serious? Yeah, 100%. Yes. Kids Quizmas. That's going to give some lucky kid 300 bucks oh, so they can fly into the weekend like a champion. Yes. Plus, we're going to be joined by a Greek goddess on the show at 7.30. Hello, good thanks. <laughs> Effie herself in character. I love her. Will be in the studio at 7.30. I love that her. Is the, that is like my childhood right yes, there. Yes, right there. Don't you agree? Absolutely. That and the comedy company, yeah. Acropolis Now and the comedy company, childhood. Boom, right yeah, there. Yeah, all together now? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, hey, Dad, but let's not go there. No. Let's, let's not hey, Dad, it anymore. Definitely I'll, never. I'll give you a hey, hey, it's Saturday. Yes, and I'll give you mother and son. Yeah, but then I won't also give you then hey, hey, it's Saturday with... Blackface. Yeah, Remember, let's yeah. not go there. That, that not was, red faces. Not, no. the new, not the new hey, hey. The old new, hey, hey. Yeah, old old school hey, hey. Do you know hey. how you can tell how old people really are? If mm-hmm. you say to them, do you remember hey, hey? And they're like, um, yeah, and like when it was on in the mornings. Oh, oh, that's all. Yeah. But you say to any kid these days, do you know hey, hey? And they go, yeah, that's the name of the chicken in Moana. Remember the crazy chicken? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't. That's I've never hey, watched hey. Moana. Uh, where Wilbur Wilde and uh, Ozzy Ostrich. Yes, and, it, and what's the dicky knee? That's right. This is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. Summer Breakfast, Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. The show with a up to $5,000 holiday to win. Uh, all you have to do is head to hit.com.au, hit the win page, and thanks to Luxury Escapes, you could be jet-setting off to Bali and Potato Head. Oh, my God. Jet setting. Talk about. Well, drama in the skies last night. I don't know whether you saw this, but there was a flight between uh, Adelaide and Sydney that had to be diverted to Melbourne because reports of a smell on board. In fact, two passengers were rushed to to a hospital, but they're in stable condition, but because of this dramatic smell that was on board. Like a leak gas from, like, underneath? I, I, there's no clear reports as to what the smell are, but I've I've been in planes a lot, and they pretty much just are a can of farts. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There is a. <laughs> <laughs> they are there's just, a lot of bad bad smells in the air. Oh, I've never really noticed smells on planes. Don't you? No, I notice how noisy planes are. Oh, yeah, you don't notice the smells I after someone's been flying for I a long was, period of time. No, I think I, I, <laughs> maybe it's me. <laughs> Got a bit of a reenactment of actually how things went down. This was this is what happened, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is the uh, first officer uh, Gary Deacon here. Uh, must apologise. <laughs> and our captain has had a uh, egg sandwich this morning. <laughs> he might have also uh, partaken in a little bit of uh, pork gyoza in the oh, 
in the airport food court beforehand. Oh. Sorry. We do like to keep the, uh, the door locked for your safety, but it seems like it's finding a gap underneath. underneath. And the aircon seems to be moving it around the vessel. Oh, oh is that a curry? <laughs> I'm crying. I'm sorry, but I find nothing funnier than a fart. And just the sound of a fart just it, it absolutely floor. I am the most immature old woman in the world. Like I just it'll take me to my grave. Have you ever sound. been in a in a in flight emergency? No, never. Never. I have. It's it is scary. And this yeah. is the serious side when it can go wrong, it can go dramatically wrong. I was in a small plane in WA. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm still. I just had to remember the fart. I'm sorry, this is serious. Small plane. You got hit by lightning. Oh, um, what? And it knocked all the power out in the plane. So the engines can still operate, but you have no instrumentation, no lighting, no radios, no, no, like no communication at all. Can't see other planes in the air. So I knew there was an issue when I saw the pilot open up a road map. Uh, oh my god! Up the front. <laughs> oh my god! So I said, "Excuse me, what's happening?" And so he dropped down and he was following a road to try and find his way back to Perth Airport. Now, the problem is we can't see all the other big 737s coming in around us. Um, so he pulled his mobile phone out, rings the control tower and says, uh, we're going to come in. Is that okay? They cleared the airport, put all the fire trucks on the runway. We had to, can't, can't, we don't know if our landing gear's down. <gasps> Instrumentation can't tell us even if the wheels no. are, are down. So we had to buzz the tower go past so they could have a look underneath the plane to see if our wheels had come down oh my God. to land. I thought it was going to be the end. Uh, absolutely. Because if we were in the cloud, we could have collected another plane very easily. Easily. It was also on and approach to the airport. And there's a lot of things in the air. Like people are like, oh, what are you? There's a lot of, there's a lot of things. Pink things crash in the air all the time. All I know on that flight, when you did land, <laughs> there would have been a smell. Oh, don't worry about that. Out of that flight. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> It would have been a bit more than that. Another pair of underpants, thanks. You're catching up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. Coming up next, we've got your song choice, Grant. Yeah, my song today reflects a period of my life which I don't think can be topped. I've done some stuff. I've hosted a lot of television, uh, a lot of game shows, but this was a moment I will remember forever, and it blew my mind. Nothing will ever beat it. What? Even like Bathurst? This is bigger than Bathurst? Ooh, you know, I reckon it is. Have you ever had children? Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh, wow. <laughs> the birth of your children? This is, this is the third best thing <laughs> in my life. What about getting married to Yeah, have you this ever is got the married? fourth <laughs> best thing I have ever done. Can't be topped. The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denya and Evie Jones. Time to have your song request, Grant Denya. My song today represents my entire life growing up. Um, I was a bit of a hood rat from the mean streets. Um, oh, yeah. I was a bit of a ghetto gangster who didn't hood mind. Rat. You're a tip rat. <laughs> <laughs> there was a period where I had a flat top and a rat's tail. <gasps> Both at the same time. Oh, so my God. I was killing it with the ladies. Thank you. Of course I was. <laughs> you um, scream bad boy from the wrong side of the street. I know. You wouldn't mm. want to mess with GD when he was getting jiggy oh. with it. So <laughs> he... <laughs> I used to listen to a lot of Vanilla Just, Ice growing up. You've never sounded whiter in your life. <laughs> a lot of Vanilla Ice. And I used to do Ice Ice Baby on the set of Family Feud when we were in a commercial break just for, for, for giggles for the audience. And then one day the, a clip leaked and Vanilla Ice actually tweeted, check my boy from down under, GD, 
busting really? out Ice Ice Baby. So I thought, oh, my God, my life has been made. I love that song. I love that guy. Until R&B Fridays gave me the chance to actually do it legit on stage in front of 50,000 people, and I was terrified. Oh, my God. But I, I couldn't pass it up. No, you can't. So I did it. All right, stop. That's all I know is the end word of each one of those sentences. So you need to know to be a backing singer. We could go on tour. Yes. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to leave the cameras on and feel free to mime, sing and dance and we'll upload to the socials, Grant Denya. Let's kick it. <laughs> it's is Grant Denya's choice. Ice, baby. This is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denya and Evie Jones. We are sponsored by Cadbury's um, no. for the last two weeks. Evie Jones. It's still going. He told you we had eight seconds till the microphones came oh, on. And no. what did you do? I might have I might have shoved an elf chocolate in my mouth. The cracking, the cracking, it's the popping chocolate popping. one, where it like bounces on your tongue. It's still crackling. Okay, and I'm here like, it is. Oh. It's going down your oh. throat. <laughs> it's okay. still going. So with eight seconds, probably not the best time to shove chocolate down your throat because oh. you're actually leading this next bit as well. A surprise I for am. Grant. Oh my goodness, Grant. Yeah. You know, last week. I mean, this week. <laughs> last week. This week, you showed us something that was quite lovely. Oh, thank you. I thought it was quite lovely. I thought I was quite impressed by yeah, it. Bigger than expected. Are you? Yeah. It was hey. it was a lot better than I thought it would be. Where are you looking right now as you're telling um, me this? In your eyes. Oh good. Um now you recorded an amazing song by a very good artist, Chris Rea, but you did a lovely cover of Driving oh, Home for Christmas. Oh, the Christmas song that I did for, for Rural Aid. It was an Driving I, Home for Christmas. Oh, what a banger. So all money raised went towards rural aid and, and drought-stricken farms and their families. Yep, buying them hay bales and water and food. And you know what? You can still download that uh-huh. song and that money will still go to rural aid. And thank you, Grant. You're amazing. Oh, my pleasure. Now, it got me thinking. You, you I, I love Chris Rea. My father brought me up on Chris Rea. So I do know that song. and I, So because I know that song, I know that you didn't write it. Yeah, I didn't write it. But good on you for choosing. It's a good one. Um, so I just actually wanted to know if you could write anything. Ooh. Because you, you can think, sing. Yeah, you can sing. And I know you can play the drums. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I, know, I know Scout can give, give Katy Perry a good red hot. But can you make up your own song? Like right on the spot? Well, mm. No, no, I'll, gi- I'll give you. I probably could. I've if never, I I've gave never... you a challenge to do it. Yeah, 72 give, hours. Yeah, give you a bit of time. Do you reckon you could come up with a banger? So over the weekend for Monday? Yeah. Yeah. Do you reckon you could yeah, well, rise to the challenge? Well, give me, give me some guidance as to, as to well, what, what sort of song you want. I've got two bags in front of me here and um, t- I've got it in one bag. I've got a heap of options for the style. Okay. And in the other bag, I've got a op- couple of options for the era. Oh, so okay. how about I so Choose out- your own adventure songwriting. It is. It is. Oh, remember Scratch and Sniff books? Let's not go there. Um, okay, so I'm going to pull out first the style. Okay, there's okay. a whole heap in here. Oh, it's so big, this bag. All right, here's your style. Okay. This is all you have to do in the style of sexy. Okay. Ooh, so a, 
a sexy, slinky, saucy song mm. that kind of makes you feel things. Yeah, make it saucy, like tomato, barbecue, anything. Like like 90s Brad Pitt, sexy. <gasps> like Barry White. Like Barry White. Oh, like, a, like a track that's guaranteed to get you some that night. Yes. That kind of hot. Chocolate salty balls and things oh, like that. Oh, yeah, right, all yeah. right. Okay. Okay, I think I can right. do sexy. Okay, I think you can too. Look, I've got a lot of Actually, faith I don't know if I can do sexy. Why is Shezzy looking like that, though? That's <laughs> weird. She's never seen sexy in 10 years of our life. entire life. All right, the era is, this is the next box, I mean bag I'm pulling out of. It has to be in the era of the 70s. Okay, so it's got to be 70s. Talk about Barry White. In the style of sexy. Yeah. Okay, so sexy and 70s, we could combine for a bit of... Yes. Oh. oh, there's Barry. Oh. And who was that other man from the 70s that saying let's get Marvin Gaye? Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. So a sexy song. Okay. 70s style theme. 70s style sexy song. Okay, yeah. and I got how long? 72, 72 hours. 72 hours. So should we make it Christmas themed? <laughs> I think you've thrown enough that theme. Be <laughs> I want a Christmas sexy seventies theme okay. song. Go! All right, so I've got to write it and I've got to record it, and we're going to play it on Monday. Yeah, yeah Monday. So that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm in, Evie Jones. Okay. Right. I'm in, baby. This is the summer breakfast catch up with Grant Denya and Evie Jones. We've got a very special guest. We do. I've been watching uh, some television in the lead up to Christmas, and one thing that strikes me right in the heartstrings is an ad uh, that plays uh, for the Smith family at the moment. And you may have seen it. It's about a little girl that wanders through the schoolyard. She's just got gumboots on her feet. Her school clothes are tattered. Um, She can't afford books. She can't afford to go on excursions. And it's a wonderful program that the Smith family has. It's about sponsoring young uh, Australian school children to sort of give them those essentials and, and give them the sort of freedom to be like the rest of the kids in the schoolyard, and I almost cry every time. Every, me too. And, you know, it's a real thing. Like, it's a, I remember being at school, those kids, and if that's the fact that it's still going on today yeah. is just, it just should be gone by now, but it's still going you on. You imagine kids needing support and aid from other ends of the world, you know. You imagine, exactly. and I kind of look for things to do, that, you know, what's something I can be involved in? How can I make it a difference in my own country? Sometimes yeah. I feel like... Charities that are overseas, I feel do too disconnected or it feels too big that I can possibly play any role in. This is why I love this program and we thought we'd welcome now Anton Leshen from the Smith family. He's the general man- manager for Victoria as well. He can talk us through this because if someone's looking for something to be involved in, there's something lovely to do in the lead up to Christmas. Anton, your program is so powerful, but I can't believe how many Aussie kids need help. How many is it? It's 1.1 million children and young people living below the poverty line. So, 1.1 million yeah, in Australia totally in 2019. Full on, isn't it? Yeah. So that's one in six children. So you walk down the street. Now, the thing is, you're not going to see it in every suburb because we're a bit uh, isolated place by place. But one in six kids doing it tough, missing out on excursions, books, uniforms, just like you say, Grant. It's not fair, and we can all do something about it. There's emotional effects that that has on that child as well that can impact on their ability to handle a school and totally. handle growing up. Yep, yeah. yep. You know, we're focused on education. In some places in Australia, yesterday the ATARs came out and everybody's going, wow, year 12, you got it, you rocked it, well done. That's just not the case for every kid. There's forks in the road every step of the way. Some kids arrive at school behind in their learning abilities. Some kids arrive all in the uniforms with the matching bags and the um, insignias and the caps and they're all fitting in. But I reckon, you know, unfortunately, sometimes schoolyards can be some of the cruelest places 
in Aussie. Absolutely. And uh, if you don't fit in, kids pick it really soon. Yep. And little kids know that they're not fitting in. And the Smith family believes education changes lives. The evidence shows us that. And by sponsoring kids, you make a world of difference. So you can help them look the same so they can feel the same and feel totally. just as worthy as everybody else. And does it have an impact on their... Their education. A hundred percent. We're outcomes informed. So when people are generous and support us, they can get that beautiful feeling of making a difference, but they can read our reports and see that our children on the Learning for Life program stay equal to or do better than their peers in Australia's most disadvantaged schools because year on year support, they're getting the cash support from their sponsor, they're getting connected with an education support worker, and they're involved in programs like learning clubs and mentoring that Boys those kids up and keeps them going just like their peers from advantage places. Mm-hmm. So if wow. they weren't helped, do you think that their life would be very different? The evidence of school dropout and uh, lack of employment is very striking in Australia. We think it's the lucky country and it can yeah. be, but we need to stay connected. We need to pitch in and realise that some are getting left behind and we can make a difference. And what does it involve to, to, to sponsor a child? Shezzy and I, we, we, we have an, an Aussie school child, uh, Vesna, uh, that, we, that we help with. But what, how much does it cost if someone it's wanted so to It's so nice it? of you to do that. You are connected with a student. It's, a, it's, it's an individual relationship. When you go online and you find that sponsorship opportunity or the chance to give it our Christmas appeal, you get matched with a student somewhere in Australia. They write to you. You write to oh. them. Your um, financial support helps them with material aid and our qualified education support workers boost them because maybe not everybody in their family finished school, um, got a job. So we unlock those pathways and then there's the programs like learning clubs and other things for, for them to get on with. Isn't it great, Evie? I, I'm... I absolutely didn't really know. I'm going to do this now. I'm going to jump on today. I'll tell you the sensational story. One of our workers brought a um, student onto the program 13 years ago. Yesterday, she got her results. She's off to university. Same worker, same girl, same grandmother, all going through school together and um, opportunities realised. That is amazing. It's beautiful. While some people can't afford Christmas presents, you know, there's some people that can't afford... Not Shoes for clothes, yeah, for school, for you know, school. bags and, and, and things. Thank you so much, Anton. That's Thank incredible. You, Anton. It um, is. And a great way to make a difference is to donate new toys and books around this Christmas time as well because having something under the Christmas tree is a great um, end to the year for hopefully a better start for 2020. Uh, thank you very much. The Smith family are helping out the faces of Australian disadvantaged children. Thank you, Anton. Good on you, Anton. Thank Good you, on you, Anton. Smith family. Thanks, yes, everybody. Smith Summer family. breakfast. You're catching up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. I got that free. Freaky Friday feeling, Evie Jones, that we could be possibly giving away $10,000 right now. And how epic would it be to send someone into a delicious weekend chock-a-block loaded with cash? Oh, it would be delicious. We've got Jane on the line. Hello, Jane. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm really good. I've just got back from the gym. I'm pumping to go. Oh, that's good. So you've got Jane the, the endorphins the are going in the system. Your brain will be firing. Yes. That, that could increase your chances. Are you feeling lucky, Jane? I hope so. Yes, how, you are. How would 10 grand help you right now? Oh, my goodness. It would be great. Pay some bills and go on a holiday. Nice. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't worry about those Christmas presents for family and friends. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, I think this is your day today, Jane. You ready? Yes, it is. I'm ready. 30 Good. seconds uh, is what you've got to get it done. $50 for each correct answer. If you get all 10, that's when you get the $10,000. Good luck, Jane. Your letter is G. G for Grant. Or, or G Jim. for G for the Jim. Jim. Or G for Get It, Girl. 
Oh, get it, get it, 10,000. Best of luck. Thank you. Here we go. Name an animal. Giraffe. A food. Grape. An occupation. Geologist. Dog breed. German Shepherd. Female musician. Pass. Mythical creature. Pass. Harry Potter character. Grinch. Something in the backyard. Grass. Novel. Green of great green gable. City in Europe. Um, Germany. Female musician. Pretty just good. Too short oh. of $10,000. Oh, my goodness. You just skipped over a female musician, Gwen Stefani, Gaga, Grace Kelly, and a yeah. mythical creature could have been a gargoyle, ghost, ghoul, or goblin. Oh, Harry I Potter character. Harry Potter character. You said Grinch, but yeah. uh, we're looking for, like, George Weasley yeah. or Ginny or That's maybe right. Johnny Depp's new character, Grindelwald. Oh. Um, and a oh, city in Europe is, uh, unfortunately, Germany is a country. Yes, yes, of course. So we're going to give you $300 cash. Oh, wow, thank you. That's You're welcome. Thanks very much thank for playing. You. Well done, right. Jane. Thank Not you. bad. Well done. Um, coming up next, we're talking premonitions, Evie. Yep, premonitions. What? And I've got them. Okay. I premonist that I can't pronounce premonitions <laughs> wow. properly. Okay. Well. I premonist you go back to school. Yes. That's your premonition. <laughs> what will she premonist next? I'm going to premonist all I'm, over this. Place. I'm confused. Okay. Maybe go to the bathroom first. <laughs> we'll find out what the premonition is next on Premonis. Summer Breakfast. The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones. Get ready. She's coming in studio in 15 minutes. Hello, good thanks. Effie here. I know what you should thinking. Wow. And you're right. On pop. Effie joins us soon. I think I can see the future. I can see into the future. I can see the future. I see dead people. <laughs> Premonition. I, as a child, used to have premonitions. Did you? They would come in dreams to me. And the really boring thing about them is they had... Nothing to do with me or anything, well, nothing exciting to me. I used to wake up and I'd say to mum, I had this really weird dream about um, Bob Hawke. Yes. (laughs) She'd go, well, that's because. (laughs) How old are you? I was probably like nine, eight or nine. Nine-year-old dreaming about Bob Hawke. Bob Hawke. And she'd go, well, that's because there's an election on. And I would go into great detail about elections. Oh, no, Mum, we're going to win a boating race and he's going to say, you can have the day off. Yeah, That would have been very specific. Yeah, it was things like that. <gasps> Hang on, so your dreams no, would reveal future events? It would. I, I, I would say, this is this is what I dreamt about, blah, 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 and I would give stats and things and then that would come true. <laughs> really? And I, Mum would go, this is amazing, and I'd be like, why? That's so boring. It's so boring. And then one year, I don't remember what year it was. It's still in the 80s. When did we win the America's Cup? 86? Had a dream about it. Woke up, told mum and dad all about the dream I had, and then we won exactly the way my dream said. Wow, because that was such an unlikely, was, yeah. like almost impossible task for Australia to beat. Yeah, again, didn't Did- care. I was like, I don't, I don't so, so care. Useless to you. Useless dreams, everyone premonitions else. to me. And everyone was like, oh, my God, you sh- freaky, freaky. But It was 1983. 1983. Ah. See, it was around that time. I used to have night terrors mm. and um, also premonition dreams. Do you still get them? No, not so much. I do have people visit me that are dead. That, but you, that you know? Not regularly. That, that you, like relatives that yeah, you knew? Yeah, re- re- relatives. Strange But ghosts. it's always in dreams, always in dreams. You know, I had a friend, her little brother, he used to, when he was about three, he used to say things like, 
when I was a little girl, when I had um, pigtails before I died, um, he would blo- and he would go on. He'd see a TAA ad or something, and he would describe things he'd never been on a flight before. But he'd always preface it with, "When I was a little girl, when I had pigtails before I died." Was he? The little kid verbalised that he, he had a past do, life. Yeah, I actually said to my friend recently, do you remember when um, your little brother used to do that? She goes, yes. Well, I said, we need to ask him if he remembers. Like, he would be so... Because kids are so blasé. They don't know there's anything freaky about it. They don't have a filter about yeah, exactly. It. So they just, lay, they just let it out. And that's how I was as a kid. And, and the more scepticism... Because my parents are both atheists and my dad's huge skeptic loves that skeptic community all of that so that really skewed my future yeah, for as you get older just you don't, don't believe talk. yeah don't believe this is all coincidence it's all you know scientific base blah 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 um but children and animals apparently they can they can see and well of course i reckon they can see ghosts but a uh, child acknowledging that he'd had yes, a past life past life unbelievable absolutely well, should we ask if there's anyone else out there who yeah. believes they have the gift of premonitions like evie jones yes 13 10 60 do you remember when i told you yesterday the day before that my parents won the lotto yes well i just remembered something there was you know psychics they always yeah. say my my mum when she told me we've just won the lotto she like everyone's screaming i went mum that psychic, those psychics, she, she said there were so many psychics that would tell her, you're going to win a lot of money. The last one that said it to her, she goes, yeah, 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 you all keep saying that. And the woman goes, you're not dead yet, doll. <laughs> and then she won. <laughs> oh! This is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denya and Evie Jones. Summer Breakfast, you got Grant Denya, Evie Jones and the unknown. I can see into the future. I can see the future. I can see the future. Jones, you predicted or had premonitions as a child. Yeah, just dreams about <laughs> a Labor election win and <laughs> Australia, a, America's a Cup. boring America's <laughs> Cup win. No, no lotto numbers, yeah, no, nothing usable it? for anybody. No, or how did the answers to my maths test that day? That would have been good. Your future husband you didn't see. Yeah, well, yeah that, that that definitely was always there. Well, it hasn't come true yet. <laughs> exactly. No, it's it's come true. Is There was never any husband. There still isn't. <laughs> Crystal, what's your amazing premonition? What skills do you have, Crystal? Uh, a couple of years ago, I had a dream that both my grandmothers uh, were sick and they both had cancer. Uh, and then two days later, my mum come over and told me that my uh, my grandmother uh, actually had been rushed to hospital because her um, because she did have cancer. And then um, I found out later that my other grandmother did. However, while she asked while I, uh, while I was talking, you know, when um, when I was going to go visit, and I said next Wednesday, she left. And then while I was cooking dinner, I had uh, a voice almost like in my ear say, "You need to go now. It's going to be too late." And so I went the next day and I visited her and then a day later she died. Oh, oh wow. Wow. Thank God for that voice. Is that the only time it happened, Crystal? I've been doing it since I was a kid. Right, so, right. Yeah. But that was a really good one. Like Some people are just built for it, aren't they? Yeah, vessels they call them. Emay, what's your situation? I, um, my mother invited me out to the Melbourne Cup one year. It was about mm. late 90s yeah. and, I, and I didn't horse racing or anything and I said alright okay I'll come and the night before I dreamt of the winning number running around the race course so I rang my mum mum I had a dream and she goes oh well what number was it and I said oh it was number I think it was like number 
22 or some ridiculous number. Yeah. And she goes, oh, no, that's a donkey. No, nah, no, nah, that's not a favour. I said, Mum, it's going to win. Trust me. She goes, no, no. I said, just put, just put a dollar. Just put on it, yeah. Mm. Even a dollar. The and so minute. she said, well, what happened was I got really sick that morning, so she made me drink, you know, some concoction that she always gave us as kids. And we went to the cup. And it actually won. And I was like, oh, Mum, I hope you put 10 bucks or a dollar. She put, I think, 50 cents, but she got all of her money back that she'd lost on that all the did. Oh, that's oh, good. You saved that's her bacon. Good. Finally, someone with a premonition that can make you rich. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, got money finally. involved. She didn't mention it was the. It was also Maccabi Diva on its third yeah. win in the cup. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty that's sure, Mum, this horse is going to win. Cavalier <laughs> yeah. something, um, caviar something. Maybe Diva, I yeah. don't know. Ellie. Do you yes. have premonitions? I do. Well, I actually had a really major one. Um, in January, my parents went to Canada for their 30-year wedding anniversary. Um, unfortunately, my dad was involved in a ski do accident, which um, left him pretty critical in hospital in Montreal. Um, now, sitting on the couch at night, and that was already when he was in hospital, and I said, so I got into a big shock, and I said to my fiancé, honey, something's wrong with my dad. He's not in his bed, and he's struggling. Um and, and I started crying and everything. So I rang up my grandma because she speaks French and she could ring the hospital. Long story short, they said to her, oh my God, Michelle, um, 15 minutes ago, Greg got rushed to um, ICU because he had all blood clots in his chest. He couldn't breathe. So that was him, struggle, uh, him out of his bed. He was in the ICU bed. And the struggling that I felt was that he couldn't reach his buzzer and no nurse was near him at the oh, time. Wow. So he was in trouble oh. and, he, and he, he couldn't get any help. He couldn't call for anyone. And you felt that in your body. Yeah, I was sitting on the couch, obviously, in Melbourne. And I just had these all these goosebumps and just started crying. And I, I'm not like that, like, you know. And yeah. I started shaking just and I said, it. something's wrong with him. Yeah. That, mm. that makes and, me think of, you know, twins. Twins, oh, they often connection. have that connection. Mm. Something happens with another one and they you can feel the pain. Feel each other's pain. So it must happen with parents as well. I love this stuff. Yeah, me too. Say. Me too. Whether we it's a, true or not, I don't know. I think so. But I a, love it. We had a ghost in our house when we were a kid, which my, my sister and my mum used to always see. When someone wasn't well, a little girl would appear in the doorway and she would give them the feeling that everything's okay. You don't need to worry. In high times of stress or illness, she would arrive and just have a really pleasant effect on the house. How nice oh, is that? Because we often think as ghosts as being, ooh, spooky, yeah. I'm going to terrify you. But this was like a calming influence. Oh, her name wasn't Anna then was it? No, no, it wasn't. It's a Chucky. Don't want it to was. <laughs> You're catching up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. Joined in studio in the next ten minutes by Effie herself. Good thanks. Good thanks. Oh, what a legend. I'm nervous. Love her. Oh, me too. She's like comedy royalty. I'm touch her hair. Oh, if she'll let you. Yeah, she won't. Stand back. Stand back. Stand I'll right back. your eyes out. I yeah, can't do it. You can do it. Yeah, beauty is your curse. <laughs> She's got it. Hey, if you want to ask you a question, uh, mm. at the moment a lot of people are debating as to whether Sydney should be having fireworks considering all the hectic situation that's happening across the state of New South Wales right now. Uh, Noosa has cancelled their fireworks. Yeah, they have. Should Sydney? I think that, yes. They, well, they can't, unfortunately. It's all, the tenders have all been done and it's all in. It's locked in. But I think going ahead, it would be really good. I think fireworks are an antiquated kind of old-fashioned thing. They're fantastic and fun, but they are fire works mm, and yes. we have amazing light shows now vivid all that kind of thing that brings i do understand that the fireworks brings a lot of tourism to sydney and yeah. i think that's 133 million dollars we to, can do to that economy. with a light show we can do that with a light but, i promise you we, but we can already do have it. vivid 
Yeah, I know, Sydney but we could have it. Vivid Lee. Oh, okay. Vivid Sydney. <laughs> but it's a tradition Lee. since 1976. Oh, 76? Well, how, that's two years old. That's nothing. That was yesterday. We made that up. You know why they made they made that up before, where they didn't do it before that? Because fireworks ex- can explode in people's faces well, and fireworks can start fires. Well, no one's been injured at the Sydney fireworks display. Not I, yet. I don't think you should cancel the Sydney fireworks just because it has fire in the title. I that's do. That's something completely different. Don't you think, though... Events that bring entire communities together, we should. We don't celebrate things together enough. We don't all you get together brings, side by side with strangers and no, just, you know, it's very tricky. Send you know the brings, year off together. You know what brings whole communities together? Fires. So do we celebrate that? No. Fireworks, bye-bye. And also no, I used to work. It's going to burn in Sydney. I, it's on the harbour. It's surrounded by uh, water. Yeah, we've got surrounds the water. Very, very dry grass at the moment. Just takes one little ember. One ember. We're not going to get a bushfire in, oh, in the CBD of Sydney. Sydney. What about being insensitive? Do you think it's insensitive, Granadol? I don't think so. I don't like the cancel culture that we have at the moment where if one person is upset by something, oh, we better can it because we're not appeasing 100% of the people. It's impossible to appease 100% of the people. I don't think we should lose events that bring communities together. Now, I, I think we should hang on to those because at the moment there's not enough of that stuff together. I, I, I love think... it when Australia rises together yes. in the event of something horrible like this. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think we should be cancelling either. I think we should just be replacing, the replacing okay. culture. And it's not to appease one person. It's to be sensitive to a lot. Oh, we'd love to get your say as well. Head to uh, the Hit Network Facebook page. We're going to post up there. We'd love to get your comments uh, to see where you stand and whether you think Sydney should be cancelling or replacing uh, what you believe to be the fireworks shows. The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denya and Evie Jones. Summer Brecky with Grant Denya, Evie Jones and a very special guest. Hello, good thanks. Evie here. I know what you're thinking. Wow. And you're right. I'm hot. Beauty. It's a curse. <laughs> and I've got it. No. I was always a nobody. And this year I'll come back as a somebody. I'd like to thank all the people I sucked up to during the year. Effie is back with a new show, Love Me Tinder. You're going on tour. Um, maryandeffie.com forward slash tour. To get the tickets. Morning, Effie. Effie! Oh, good thanks, legends. How are you? <laughs> We're already oh, cracking up. Right and early. <laughs> oh, how are you feeling? You look amazing, well, Effie. I've been, I, I don't think I fell asleep last night. I was prepping. <laughs> Were you really? I didn't realise you take your interviews with us so seriously. Yeah. No, it was my face that I was prepping. <laughs> right. Not my words. I'm not so good with the words. Your, your show's called Love Me Tinder, which Correct. is hilarious. But hang on. I, are you on the apps? Because aren't you? You're married to, to Shane, aren't you? Dr. Yeah, Shane. Doctor Shane Bradley Cooper. I yeah, I got married about seven months ago to the love of my life. Absolutely no doubt. Let's leave that to the side. That is done. Right. What What has happened since then? Because on the night of my honeymoon, unlike most other women, Evie, I don't want to cast anything, but you know, I'm. Su- I'd imagine you're an you know, active girl. I've been around. Yeah, exactly. Well, I hadn't, and I <laughs> oh, right. I saved myself. And uh, oh, and the good news was that you know that night was unbelievable. Bad news is that I wonder what else is unbelievable. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, no. it's just un- unnerved me and unsettled me, and um, and I'm trying to you know keep it under control. But it's the ultimate temptation, Tinder, isn't it? It, it really it's is. At the end of your hand, app, phone, you know, it's there. It's just tempting you. So if you, so you're you're looking around. So you no. you, you like what you've sampled and you No no, I just am browsing on the odd occasion. Oh. Just observing. Just looking thanks. What are you finding on there? Plenty. 
so much out there. It is like uh, the sizzler of sex. It is. Uh, it's full of meat. Every type of meat you're into, it's there. Is there free cheese bread? Unlimited. I'll, I'll be surprised if there isn't. I bet there's a lot of cheese. The, would, anything goes. It's like that Channel Ten show in the old days. Almost anything goes. Would you? I remember that show. What a great show. Do you remember? Would you go on a? T- would you go as far as going on a on a secret Tinder date? Yeah, oh. meet up. Look, I, you know, I, look, no. I mean, all right, maybe once or twice. <laughs> it was it was an utter mistake, and it was the best thing I ever did because it shocked me. Because there I, I put my uh, profile under Steffi, figuring that, that I had it covered. Oh, yeah, nice. Incognito. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Good. Standard F. On the, on, the, on the DL. Yeah, what I should have done is put a photo of the back of my head a la dentist style, but I did not. <laughs> uh, and I went out with this guy called Derek. He was a chippy. Anyway, long story long. Um, <laughs> we had a daytime date. That way that there's no expectation. You know, it's a coffee date. Right. That way you just, you know, clock them and, and yeah. that's yeah. about it. And uh, he was very, very overt. And uh, two minutes in, he was already saying things that I thought were shocking to me. So uh, then, like what? you know, like, well, he ordered a banana smoothie, mm. right? Oh, that's... And then he said to me, do you want to come back to my place <laughs> for a banana shake? <laughs> and uh, and I just went, that's... And then in that moment, seriously, if you would have a doctor there, I became lactose intolerant. <laughs> right right that on the spot. If you're married and you're having a bit of a sneaky sample on the side... Yeah. It's not a sample. I just... You're you know, looking. You're looking. It was just, a good thing. You know, it ter- terrified me, that, that incident. If you're touring lot, what are, if you're touring so much, what about Shane? If he's getting lonely, yeah, if, Shane. is and he you know allowed to have a look? You know, Grant, what's really scary is he's a plastic surgeon. Which means oh, so you know he's, he's really already in the you know in the in, in the zone. Yeah, okay. you know he's already hands on, so to speak. Oh, I see, right. Mm. Yeah, gotcha. So I would imagine he'd be sick to death of it. You know, like I, and I think so many of his patients are so flirtatious. It's so available to him. Yes. It's like if you were serving ice cream. Mm. You know, say you worked at you know at an ice cream place. Would you? Oh my God, I can't wait to eat ice cream. Yeah. No. Yes or no? No. The opposite. No, I'm hoping that's the effect. He's a decent guy. <laughs> But then again, you know, when you can't even trust yourself, how can you trust somebody else? This is true. Yeah, that is true. So it is a can of stinky, unsettling worms, this whole thing. <laughs> it is, uh, you know, it's a dilemma for most most people. And Tinder, you know, everyone's on Tinder. Well, well the full on. story, I guess we're going to hear live in person on stage. Very correct. I uh, love me. Effie in Love Me Tinder. You can get your tickets right now, maryandeffie.com forward slash tour. We can't wait to get... All the stuff you can't say at this time slot on radio. Yes. And guys, you know, as much as I have not gotten around physically per se, uh, I do get around geographically. <laughs> so I am doing Melbourne, yep. you know, tonight. Yep. And tomorrow night, the Caravan Music Club, best venue, intimate, up close and very personal. That's that the way is a you good want one. It. You know, it's gynecological, put it that way. Uh, <laughs> and then close. I'm doing... I'm doing, you know, South Coast in New, New South, South Wales. Wales. I'm doing Adelaide Fringe Festival. Good thanks. Good for them. In the Spiegel tent. Hello. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Get it, you know. Oh, that's how much hair space I need now. <laughs> um, and then, of course, I'm doing Brisbane Comedy Festival at the Powerhouse. And on and on I could go. And I will if you let me. So let's wind it well, up. Full details. Get a uh, ticket. Maryandeffie.com forward slash to an Effie and Effie. I love you guys. Oh, I can't wait. I'm finished finish up show. with a good thanks, will you? Even? Good thanks. Exactly. Hello, good thing. This is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. Luxuryescapes.com, home of the world's best holidays. Because I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. I do believe it.
We have, uh, courtesy of Luxury Escapes Holidays, uh, for two people up for grabs for Australia's favourite tropical destination. We are talking... It's worth five grand. It's a new Potato Head Studios. You're going to be one of the first people to stay there. All you got to do, it's worth up to $5,000. All you got to do is share your most unbelievable travel story. Uh, register online, hit.com.au at the win page. We can call you back. Just like we have Josephine. Hey, Josephine. Hi, how are you doing? Great. Hi. What's your amazing holiday story? We'll take one finalist through out of the three calls. Go for it. So uh, my mum and I, we went to America. She went, um, we went shopping to buy a pair. She bought a pair of Jordans and we shopped around. Then we returned back to the hotel to find out her wallet was missing with all her cash inside it. Um, we contacted, uh, yeah, we contacted all the hotels, um, the shopping Stores. and shopping centres and everywhere we went to um, with no luck. We, when, when we returned back to Australia, probably five weeks later, um, some generous gentleman, he found her wallet with all her cash in it and her license and he mailed it back to her. Oh! It had all, wow, it had all the money in it. Correct. How much and money? Did, uh, five grand. Oh my God! Oh, wow. And it was all there? Yeah. Oh, and wow. um, he, he left his um, details on the, at the back of the like envelope. Oh, so my mum contacted him back and yeah. um, they married. Gave yeah. him five bucks. <laughs> Josephine, well done. That's an incredible story. Uh, Jenny, what's your unbelievable travel story? Hey, guys. Love you guys, by the way. Um, So mine is um, my entire family went over to my... uh, for a holiday in New Zealand for my mother's 50th. Choice. Um, my dad cooked Excellent. a barbecue. Um, the entire family, all eight adults and three kids, all got food poisoning oh, no. with one toilet to share. No! That's yes. an amazing oh. holiday story. That's when you're having to start using the shower at that point. Yeah, and sink. <laughs> and sink. And Alan, our third and final call, uh, choosing one of you guys to go through as a finalist next week when we're going to give away this prize. What's your unbelievable holiday Story, Alan. Hey guys, I love you more. Oh, um, thanks, Alan. Oh, Alan. I, I love you more. Uh, oh, I love you. Um, hey, last Christmas I went away around. Uh, I went down the coast with my daughter and partner. And um, when they went out Christmas shopping, I stayed in the hotel room, yep. watched a movie, relaxed, and had room service. Nice. Coming out of the shower, I kicked the trolley, and you know, in disgust, pushed the trolley outside, and to my disgust, the door shut behind me. I was oh, completely no. naked. No, oh, locked no. outside the hotel room naked? Yep, yep, oh, yep. I've done it. I've done it myself. Have you really? Uh, have you? I've done it at my house, not in a hotel, but yeah. Oh, you're it was hideous. <laughs> Alan, did people see you? Yeah, I had to take two plate covers downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> it was a two-plate cover job, was it? Well, someone's <laughs> bragging. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Grant and Evie, you oh. get to pick. Who do you want to be the finalist to potentially win this? It's up to you. Oh. Oh, so the, the returning $5,000 is pretty incredible, but you kind of already got five grand, and that's what yeah. the holiday's worth. Yeah. That's all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I, I, everyone, food poisoning in New Zealand, pretty, pretty hectic good. situation. I think being naked what is amazing. Is Amazing. Particularly if your daughter's around, how embarrassing. Well, congratulations, yeah. Alan! Yay! God, I love you guys. Yay! Oh, now you do. We love you and your two plates, mate. <laughs> Big boy. Time. Uh, this time next Friday, we're going to be calling the winner, and it could be you. Congratulations uh, for your chance to win this incredible prize thanks to Luxury Escapes. I head to luxuryescapes.com for your exclusive Potato Head Studios grand opening packages. Head to hit.com.au to win. 
You're catching up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. As if Friday isn't good enough already, how superb would it be if you can just collect $10,000 right here, right now, to make it a week to remember? Kim, welcome to Alpha Bucks. Oh, hi. How are you going? Really good. <laughs> Okay, this is super cool because right now it's Christmas, we're in the countdown, we've got bills, we're trying to buy presents, money is in short supply, am I right? Oh, absolutely, it's a crazy time of year. How did it help you? How would 10 grand change your life? Uh, My partner and I have just been working so hard this year in our business and I would love to go on a holiday with our family. Oh, yeah. Let's help you pack those bags and get some wheels up time, okay? As that bomber flies on out of Australia to the destination of a lifetime. Kim, here we go. You've got 30 seconds to answer. It's $50 for everyone you get right. Get all 10. That's when you get the 10 grand. Your letter for today is L. L, L. for lucky. Le, le, le. Do you likey? I do likey a lotty. Here we go. <laughs> lucky a lotty. Go. Good luck. Name a star sign. Libra. A body part. Legs. A colour. Lavender. Something in your handbag. Lipstick. A cartoon. Looney Tunes. Crime. A crime. Pass. A Britney Spears Spears song. Pass. A Eurovision country. Pass. An actress. Liz Hurley. Sports team. Oh, pass. A crime. Crime. Um, oh. oh. Could have been littering. <laughs> Looting, lying uh, under oath, lying under oath, loitering. Yeah. Yep, that's Ooh. another one. Yep. Britney Spears song, "Lucky, Lonely, Let Me Be," but that was a pretty good start to it. Yeah, not bad. You have uh, a you total got... of three hundred dollars. Awesome. And what? how about this, guys? Um, because we had earlier a guy called Anton on who was from the Smith family, kind yep. of like touching all of our heartstrings. You guys will have an idea for this as well, that three. Yeah, they run a program called Learning for Life where they go out and help underprivileged Australian children um, kind of afford school uniforms and books and to be able to go on excursions. There's 1.1 million yeah. Australian school children living under the poverty line. Yeah, that is not right. So we're going to match Kim's 300. We're going to donate it straight to the Smith family because their work is wonderful and it's great to help Aussie kids, to give them an Yay. equal chance at success and learning. Oh, yay us. And well done to you, Kim. A great amount to help yeah, donate. Yeah, Kim. Congratulations. Thanks so much, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Well done, you legend. Have a great weekend. The Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. I have a dog story. Or do I? Yeah, you do. No. Because you love your dog. You're famous You know I love my dog. dogs, but I've actually got um, nothing about my dogs today. If you look at your run to, uh, sheet, what does it say, Grant? Well, it says uh, Evie Dog yeah, segment. Well, I'm, I'm not, but... Um, thank you. Um, I was going to, um, I just wanted to talk about actually yesterday, there was a little prank you played on me. Oh, um, do you remember that prank you played on me yesterday and my reaction to it? Yeah, I remember what happened. It it sounded, my reaction sounded a little like this. Mr. Denya. <laughs> you are a poo, Mr. Denya. You, you're Mrs. Sweary Sweary Pants is what I you know. are. Well, you know what? You drove me to that. I was driving and you drove me there. Hey, I'm not the one that has illegal dogs hiding in their rental no, home. No, it's all like, – well, we're never going there ever again. <laughs> anyway, um, I just I just think he got like – I need to, oh, It was, was funny. It, I was, pretended not, I was the real estate I, yeah, agent. It was very I good. I gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have not been able to stop thinking about it. And I'm an, a Scorpio, so, you know, I love a little bit oh, of revenge. No. Are you a, are you a Scorpio? I am in 
indeed. And um, Ooh, I'm in I trouble. just remember, I'm thinking, wow, what have we been talking about all week this week? Like I was thinking first day. What did we talk about on the first day? It was one thing that you... Farting. Told, no, one thing that you told me about yourself. I'm a germaphobe, okay? I stay in a lot of hotels. Right. And I find that a confronting experience because hotels, in my opinion, are disgusting places. See, I think they're clean. Don't yeah. you bloody dare. What, what on, I, I mean, let me just ask you this. If if you were to exact revenge on a germaphobe that played a prank on you, what, what would you do? Like, I can see, like, I'm, a, I'm sitting over near your desk. You've got, like, your wallet, your phone here and your... Um, I've got a hazmat suit ho- over there. Hotel key over there. Well, what have I got in my... What's this in my bra? Another hotel key. Oh, who did, I, same hotel. who did I get that from? That's my hotel. It is. It is your hotel Show me key. the number. There it is. That's my room number. That's your room number. What did you do, Evie what Jones? What did I do? Now, we're going to make you look towards this screen in oh, front of you, God, Grant. No. And I'm going to play you some audio and visual. A little of, bit. Uh, oh. About 4 p.m. yesterday while you were out of the hotel room. Remember, play show hey, and tell. Grant, where am I? Answer, answer her. You're in my hotel room, Evie Jones. Oh, yeah, it looks like your hotel room. It is my hotel room. What is this, Grant? It's my aftershave, eternity. I've been wearing it since I was 16. Oh, it's your cologne. Right. Well, maybe if I just lick it a little bit. Don't lick it. So when the next time you touch it, it's like we've kissed. (laughs) I put that on this morning. What's this? Okay. My mini it's bar. It's your mini bar. Yep. It's very expensive. Yeah, it is. It's really expensive. I'll Thank just you. take um. I don't some eat things, shall I? No. Just jump into bed. Oh, get out of. That's my side. Oh, it looks yep. looks like a nice bed. Oh, that's. Mm. I'll take my shoes off. Oh, sugar. Oh. I hate His feet. Bed's comfy. Oh, what's that at the bottom of my bed? I think is my foot shavings. Oh, oh well. <laughs> we'll just leave them there like oh. that. Grant, what's your absolute worst fear? Oh, someone playing with my toothbrush, maybe. In a hotel room. Mm. Oh, the remote. <gasps> Not the remote. Oh, it's just scratching yourself with oh my, my remote. God, I think I... Nits? <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Scratch my oh, head. We'll just pop this back here, shall we? Have you touched that since? Yeah, I used that last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gee, not a bad little room you've got Thank here, Grant. <laughs> what do you get paid? <laughs> And Grant? Hey, Grant, <laughs> where am I? Oh, oh, oh well, we'll just leave that. Oh, that is obscene. Oh, God, I think I, I you, <laughs> we basically slept together because that was your side of the bed, wasn't it? You have, you've struck on something that you don't know about. I have a major fear of feet. Yes. You got in there and used your feet and you rubbed them oh. together in my sheets. Now, can you yes. look at Evie's just presented the bottom of her soles okay. of her feet that were in your bed yesterday? That looks like freaking sandpaper, okay, the well, bottom of your you feet. you should have seen them before I shaved them yesterday with one of those excellent pedicure shavers. That's why it was like parmesan cheese in my sheets last night, you yes. dirty animal. <laughs> you didn't use any of that parmesan cheese, now, did you, um, on your pasta? Or this is Shezzy, Grant's Hi, wife. Hi, I helped out with this. You um, <laughs> And do you remember last night I said to you... Uh, there's all toenails in the bed. Yes, you did say that. And I said, "That's no, it, I haven't, cu- I haven't clipped a... my toenails. Guess who did? Oh, you did not. You <laughs> Guess who did? I want to call you so many things right now. Oh. Did you clip your toenails in my hotel room? 
I may have. Yep. Or I may have done it just before I went in and just not like did a nice little you drop off. Sprinkled them like a what? Like a <laughs> like a lamington. Like a like nail a coconut, fairy. Desiccated coconut on a lamington. <laughs> you can check out the video of Evie going all the way through with her uncleanliness and germ. I think I've got hepatitis. The Hit Network Facebook page is where you can see the video and reaction a little later on this morning. You're dead. Uh, yeah. This is the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones. Trump, done it again. Done oh, it again. You won't believe this. That's not like Trump to be in the news. He has, on just yesterday, publicly mocked teen climate crisis activist Greta Thunberg, tweeting that the 16-year-old Swede who has inspired protesters worldwide that she has anger management issues, is what he said. Oh, please. And she has just, like, happened to have beaten him to the cover of Time magazine's Person of the Year title. Yeah, she is. Did he get it last year? Oh, God, I hope not. No, I, I don't think, think so. so. Don't I think, think so. But this, think... Is, this is what he said. Oh, so ridiculous. Greta must work on her anger management problem and then go to a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. Chill, Greta, chill, Trump wrote Did on Thursday. Did he really write that like a 14-year-old child? How yes. condescending. Like... Attacking her is like kicking a puppy. You know what I mean? You just it, It's not right. She's so young. She's so sweet. All she's trying to do is spread the most important message that's facing us today as, as the human race. Absolutely. You know, there is nothing more bullying than a grown man attacking <laughs> she's 16. a child. It, like, it, it just, it is so wrong on so many levels. This man has, oh, God, it, She's a pioneer that's incredible. the best quality of humanity right now. A kind of person that inspires you about the future, that makes you feel better about this place when there's so much wrong. Yeah, be more like Greta. Yeah, exactly. Question for you, Grant. You've got uh, Scout and Sailor, your two daughters. Yep. Mm. Um, If someone else was to uh, insult... Um, yell at, mock your children. How would you react? Ooh, um, uh, I react. Like thinking a, about Greta's parents, a lot more level-headed than my wife reacts. Oh, sure. My yeah. wife goes into full mama bear mode. Mama bear. Yeah. Mama bear. We had an incident actually where Shezzy was walking through the shopping centre with uh, Scout, who was three at the time, mm-hmm. and she sort of just bumped Scouty, little bumped an elderly lady. And the elderly lady turned and said the most incredible thing. She said, get out of my effing <gasps> way, you little grub. You're kidding. Whoa. Yeah. And Shezzy was like, she just got all worked up. Yeah. Just, she just, that would tur- I would turn read. on that. The teeth kind of came out and then she pushed the old lady in the back <laughs> and said, hey, how dare you talk to my child like that? You, you. And she was trying to find an insult and all she could come up with, uh, or, I'll, or I'll hit your head off. <laughs> That's the best she could come up with. Okay. <laughs> Them are coming fighting at, words. I'll hit your head off. Oh, you know, I've seen it and I don't have children. You don't attack children. But if anyone touches my dogs in any way, oh, go. I turn. I turn you faster would. than a lazy Susan in a hurricane. Okay, what about if a child touched your precious dogs? How would you react then? Mm. Oh, I would react the same way. Oh, yeah, okay. would you? That I've, uh, yeah, there's been a few. That I actually <laughs> had a guy are, Kids once, see dogs, they want to come over and touch dogs. Yeah, yeah. I had a guy once, like, kick my dog. What? And he was with his children. And Why did I, he kick the dog? 
Because the dog was coming up to say hello. That mm. People do that. It's weird, but they do it. And um, I lost, like, I didn't, I just really calmly went up to him and I and I grabbed his son by his arm and went, I'm going to kick him. Are you okay with that? Great You just kicked my dog. So I'm, am I okay to kick you? And the kid just, he's looking at his dog like, please don't let him. And he's looking at me like, please don't. And I'm looking at him like, I'm not going to kick you. But I'm an eye for an eye yeah, kind of girl. Yeah, and he just went, I, 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 and I was like, that's what it's like. It's the same thing. Well done. Well, Trump has tweeted, so ridiculous, Greta must work on her anger management. And we want to know, how would you as a parent react if your kids are insulted or yelled at (laughs) by another adult, especially if they're an unknown person? What have you done in the past, parents? We'll get your calls on next it's we, okay. We it's it's a safe space. If you if you went a little bit too far yeah. or you went over the top, mm-hmm. that's okay. It's okay. Tell us it's all okay. about it. And if you get on the air with us, you get yourself a Cadbury Christmas pack with summer breakfast. Well, You're catching up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. Talking about a tweet that's come in overnight. Yeah, Trump has attacked the teen climate activist Greta Thunberg. He said, uh, Greta must work on her anger management problem. Chill, Joe. Greta. Chill. All she's trying to do is save your planet, bro. Back yeah. off. And as a parent, I find that, oh, it just riles me up because she's 16 yeah. and she's doing so much good. And not all of us react very well when mm. someone attacks a child. No. Especially someone you don't know. Sarah, Especially. how did you react? Hey, guys. Love your show. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. So, Evie, I'm a bit like you. I am a dog mum mm-hmm. and I have a staffie. So, staffies oh. can be quite overwhelming and sometimes. The, and people are notorious and for staffies. They just assume things of them, don't they? Yes, and they're absolutely beautiful dogs, oh. but I have people like that could be metres away from me and give me the dirtiest looks and will just walk away. Yeah. And I re- I get so defensive and just want to say, what's she going to do? She's just going to lick you. Yeah. Like, come She's on, people. Lick you to death. Mm. Yep. So yeah, they, I get they've you. They've got a bubbly personality. They're, they're full of love and energy. Actually, one of the best dogs for children. Are they really? They are. They are. They are brilliant with kids. Very protective, aren't v- they? Well, yeah. No, but they're just playful and they can take anything. Oh, great. Now, Laurel, you were the person who confronted the parents about the child. Laurel? Yes. Yeah, what's your story? Yes, hello. Sorry, are you there? Yeah. What, what did you do? Story? Okay, so I was at the Werribee Zoo. Yeah. And my little girl was about two at the time, about two and a half at the time. And she was just playing where the whole group of little girls were. And all of a sudden she screamed, this bloody curdling scream, and this other child had bit her. Whoa. That I didn't know, this child. And I went running in and I'm like... Her, the indentation was almost to the point of drawing blood. So I grabbed this little kid and I grabbed my child and I marched her out. And at the top of my voice, I'm like, who is this child? Who is parents of this child? <laughs> this poor kid's basically dangling from me. And the father's come over and like, what has she done? I said, look at her, look at her, look what she's done. She's bit my daughter. What are you going to do about it? And I lost it. Lost it. And what did he do? He was so embarrassed. You're right. You're good. You shamed them. See, this this is the other side of the yelling at someone for yelling at your children. The other side is, do you remember back in the day when I was a child, your street, like your neighbours could discipline you. Oh, of course they did. And like like a commu- it takes a community to raise a child and often I, other households would discipline you in the street if you were mucking up. You would never, ever like question a, a parent or an adult for having a go at a child, ever. Now we seem to be... Now um, you're not allowed to. Now, yeah. Well, this story is going to do the exact opposite of what you're saying. Kelly, uh, you confronted the child. Yeah, I did. My son was in prep. Yep. And he was being bullied by a grade six boy. 
so I just went up to the grade six boy and whispered in his ear, what you do to him, I'll do to you. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, Mrs. Soprano. Yeah. <laughs> the Summer Breakfast Catch-Up with Grant Senya and Evie Jones. ABC. It's Grant and Evie's Time to give away 300 bucks. Three questions. Can Lila get it done? Welcome, Lila. Hello. Hello, Lila. So you're nine and you're ready to win a whole heap of money. What would you do with that money? Um, I'll probably take it on holiday. Yeah. And spend it on fun stuff? Yep. Excellent. Have you got a puppy? What's your puppy's name? Pablo. Pablo! (laughs) You give Pablo a kiss for me. Okay. Thanks. All right. Are you ready to do this? Three questions. Lila, you know how it works, don't you? Yep. Here's your first question worth $100. Okay. What is the capital city of Australia? The capital city of Australia. Canberra. Yeah! You little legend. Geography's no problem for you. First Australian that's ever said not said Sydney. (laughs) Okay, Lila, here's your next question for $100. Often used to put on toast... What food do bees make? Honey. Yeah! 100 bucks. You got 200 so far. Let's go for 300. What is the biggest planet in our solar system? The biggest planet in our solar system. This is a toughie. Earth. Did you say... Did you say it has rings around it? Did I hear... Did I hear... It's got rings around it. The reception's pretty yeah. bad. Did you yeah. say Jupiter? Jupiter? No! Jupiter! Oh, my gosh. She's a genius. Oh, I love Ellie. this kid. child is amazing. Lila, you got $300, darling. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Ah, best. Oh, have the best Christmas with Pablo and your money. I will. All right. Have a great weekend. Thanks for calling in and enjoy the cash. Up next, are we going to look back on a week that was for Summer Breakfast with Grant Daniel and Evie Jones? And there's some surprises that you guys don't know is coming up when we give our Summer Sizzle next. You're catching up with Grant Daniel and Evie Jones on Summer Breakfast. As Evie Jones ends with a shimmy to Sean Paul's Get Busy, it is wrapping up Summer Breakfast with Grant Daniel and Evie Jones for this week at least. Oh, my God, what a week. That's gone so fast. That's so much fun. So much fun. You are the best fun ever, you two boys. Bless you. I've really enjoyed sitting next to you guys. We've had some laughs. We told a thousand fart jokes (laughs) and we got paid to do it. So thanks for having us on How your radio. How good is our life? I know. I know we're not your normal uh, or regular breakfast radio show, but we really appreciate you tuning in and, and, and giving us a chance. So yeah. thanks for listening. We hope you've had as much fun as we have had making it. We kicked off Summer Brecky with Grant Denyer and Evie Jones with a bang. You know what I wanted in the lead up to Christmas? I said, this is how I want to spend my run up with two incredible professionals. So and do you know any? Yeah, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> we had all the guys' friends join us in studio, including Chef Miguel. This is better than Australia winning the America's Cup. <laughs> Come on, guys. That's a long time an old time reference. Ago. <laughs> it was like 1986. The legend Daryl Braithwaite joined us in studio, and to celebrate, we played one of his lesser-known B-sides. Just kidding. We played horses. Hello, how are you? Nice to, nice to be here. Good to hear that song. Oh, I've <laughs> never heard it before. We also nearly broke up Tim Campbell and Anthony Clear, and they've been together for over 10 years. What is Anthony's most embarrassing moment? To come second on a huge national TV show, that's pretty embarrassing. <gasps> oh, <my God. laughs> really? 
rings off. Rings off. Rings off. Way. I know we can legally get married. Can we legally get divorced? Yes. Evie shared why she knew she was in safe hands working with Grant Daniel. When my dear beautiful mother Susan Beryl died a couple of years ago just before she died she goes I promise you I promise I will give you a sign so I always know that Susan Beryl is around and everything is going to be okay if I see a pineapple I was in the toilet probably didn't need to add that bit and we all need to go an ad came on and mentioned pineapple do you feel Evie Jones that your mum is with you right now yes and not to take away that beautiful moment but she's also with you in the bathroom it seems as well (laughs) (laughs) the guys have also been giving ahead of Christmas with kids Quizmas, a chance for youngsters to win three hundred dollars. Oh my god! Yes! Hands and eyes, right? You got three hundred dollars, me. Our three hundred dollars is yours. Oh my god! Are you excited? Are you crying? Oh, Mia! Grant also pranked Evie this week, calling up as a real estate agent to tell her she's not allowed to have two dogs in the apartment. Hi, Evie. It's 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 Tom from the real estate. We just had the report of. Um, barking of several dogs. Are you opposed to removing one of them forever? <laughs> Evie was set on revenge, and after learning on air this week that Grant is a germaphobe, our producer stole his hotel room key, and while he was out, she exacted her revenge. That's my room number. That's your room number. What did you do, Evie what? Jones? I hate his feet. bed's comfy. Oh, what's that at the bottom of my bed? I think it's my foot shaving. Oh. oh well. <laughs> Leave them there, like oh. That. That's all, folks. For now, at least. Try again tomorrow for more of Grant Denya and Evie Jones. Nothing beats that feeling you get when you surprise someone secretly with a bit of extra gift giving. Treat someone you love with Cadbury chocolate this Christmas.